this is Ursula Hogan. Welcome you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events happening in East Clare. Fela Brian Brew begins in Killaloo Ballina on Wednesday the 6th of July. Jim Collins spoke with Committee Secretary Arlene White to find out what are the highlights of this year's festival. Well, we're here in Ballina of Ballina Killaloo, and uh, I'm with Arlene White. Uh, Arlene, you're Secretary of the Brian Baru Festival Committee. So first of all, welcome again to News Extra. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for inviting me on. Tell me, uh, the um, we're a week or two away from the uh, Brian Baru Festival. And I mean, it's like many other festivals around East Clare, it's the first one you know normal festival yeah it's the first proper one we did have one last year but it was very much online and you know people doing stuff themselves so it's the first proper one I suppose if you like since 2019 so we're a little bit out of practice in terms of (laughs) organizing but look we're getting there um we're on from Wednesday the 6th to Sunday the 10th of July um so fingers crossed the weather will be good for that particular week and what we're doing is just, I suppose, to let people know we're going to try and be more environmentally friendly this year and we're not printing brochures, event brochures. Um, instead, we're we're aiming to get people towards our website, which is failabrownbrew.com and all the events will soon be up there and any workshops or any events that need booking, all the links and everything are on our website, failabrownbrew. Okay, so I suppose at this stage we we remember previous years of Fader Brian Baru and uh, the the fun that we had here in Killaloo and Baranea. Tell us what can we expect this time? What are the highlights? There is well, I suppose the highlights for for most people the highlights are usually the fireworks. So they'll be taking place at ten forty five on Saturday the ninth of July, um, and the. The viewing points really will be they'll be going from where below where the the farmers market is on a Sunday, so viewing points are Ballina along the bridge, you know, in Killaloo as well. And prior to that, we have an LED flyboarding display. Now we had that for the first time in twenty nineteen, and it worked really well. So it's um, flyboarding in an LED suit, so it's just basically all you can see is lights and people going in and out of the water and yes. coming up out and, of it. And is that where the, the would say somebody has jets behind them? And they, Yes, they're attached they, to a, a jet ski. Jets, yeah, and yes. they just have the, the controls. Yeah, so it's actually, it's it's pretty cool to watch, okay. um, especially at night. So we'll have um, displays going on at different times during the day on both sides of the bridge, you know, up towards the lakeside and down towards the other side on the Saturday. And then, as I said, the LED one. Um, at night at prior night. to the fireworks so we have a lot of our our usual ones I suppose just maybe changed around a little bit like we have a historical starting off with a historical lecture in St. Flannan's Cathedral um, we have drama workshops we have art workshops we have a, a gardening workshop um, you know learning to grow things that you can literally just walk out of your kitchen door and pick something up and put it into your salad or whatever yes. um, teaching that we have a filmmaking workshop actually for kids, children and teenagers this year, which is something we've never done before. So that sounds really interesting. Um, and that'll be on Friday, the 8th of July. And then the bright, which formerly was the beat on the street last year, we had to change that to a mobile disco and it actually worked quite well. So this year we're going to do the Brian Brew Boogie, it's called. Yes. <laughs> so we'll be um, starting on the Ballina side and doing maybe about 45 minutes there and then going to the Killaloo side. So, like, as I say, while we still have our 
regular events. We have a couple of um, changes based on last year. We have um, painting and paint, beginners painting and drawing for adults. We have rhythm and rhymes, Mike and Austin Durek and some guest writers coming. Um, and where do most of those events take place? It's all over, really. Uh, we have events happening in the Bridge Creative Arts Centre, which is down here in Ballina, um, run by Eric. And the drama workshops will be taking place in the Killaloo Hotel. And as much as possible, and sometimes that comes around and bites us in the backside, but as much as possible, we try to have events outside. So, yes. But as I say, we can be very lucky or we can be in serious trouble. Yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not in charge of that no, side of it. No, there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. And as I said, St. Flannan's Cathedral would be an event as well we're using for historical talks. Yeah. Um, we'll have uh, workshops going on all day Saturday, children's workshops all day Saturday outside Killaloo Library. Um, so that's battle flags, swords and shields, fairies and warriors, that kind of thing. And we'll be focusing as well on the water. So we'll have the blessing of the boats, we're kayaking taster sessions in the canal, um, an opportunity to try sailing. And we will also have the, the regular Shannon swim. Um, so that will all be going on on the Saturday. And again, we have the community gardener doing an open day. So we have community groups as well that would get involved and, and put on events during the festival, which is fantastic to kind of showcase what they're doing. And, you know, yes. um, and again, the, say, for example, Sunday, we have the farmer's market and we have the under, well, I believe it's changed from an under eights hurling tournament to an under nines hurling tournament. Okay. So that is in, it's organized by Smith O'Brien's, but it's, um, you know, a number of local teams like Balnana, Gunnalow would come yes. together and the Clash of the Ash, as we say. Yes. And we have things like pond dipping, um, guided tours of St. Flannan's Cathedral. And we again, we have another couple of exhibitions that will be going on throughout the week. So we have an outdoor exhibition at the Pier Head, which is organised by the local History Society and Buffalo Studios, which is a local photography group, our studio. And they have, it's called Then and Now. So it's basically a photo of... A particular scene in Killaloo or Ballina from the Lawrence collection, so going back to the early nineteenth century, and then a photo of the exact same place now. No, yeah. um, and it we've actually put it on um, display boards just to show the differences. So that should be quite interesting. Yes, and we will also have an exhibition um, in and the window of Crotty's on Main Street, which is an art exhibition by a resident from Lakes Nursing Home in Killaloo. Lovely. So, and then I suppose we have a swimming gala as well, and another new new addition to it this year will be the classic car show, which we're hoping will be the inaugural Fela Brown Brew classic car show. Yes. So we're going to see because we had a load of um, classic cars enter our St Patrick's Day parade this year, and um, and it was spectacular to watch. So we're hoping we'll we'll see how that goes. We we'll have some local people. They'd be all relatively local. Or most of them would be local. Yeah, there'd be the Lim- there's a there'd be locals, and then there's a Limerick club and a Nina club. So that's kind of what we're focusing on this year, just to okay test the water and see yes. how it goes. It's something we've been talking about for years, but we've never um never kind of got around to it. So some local people are getting together and organising that. Um, so that will be a new thing. And then we have the family fun day or the garden party in the Lakeside Hotel. There'd be a bit of music and some um, children's entertainment. And I suppose we have the emergency services open day this year and the guards, the Killu Gardaí are organising that um, and putting a big emphasis on the event because the, the guards are 100 years set up this year. Yes, yes. So there will be guards on horseback. There will be the, the um, 
Oh, you know, fingerprinting, all that kind of yes. thing. Just basically showing what they offer. And then they'll have the fire brigade, they'll have the coast guard. And, you know, a collection of the emergency services around the area. Very good. Um, Popular with, with young people, I yes, would say, as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And there will be a little bit of... We have busking. We have local people busking at that and you know face painting and some refreshments and things like I that know. so just to make it kind of a, a fun for all fun for everyone yeah so yeah that's about it i'm hoping i haven't mm. forgotten anything <laughs> uh, tell me i mean what you've described there uh first of all it's it's a long weekend of fantastic uh, entertainment for people there must be an awful lot of organization involved there is there is um like we start pretty we organize the St. Patrick's Day parade as well. So as soon as that is kind of put to bed in March, we pretty much start on the on the festival mm. for July. So there is a lot. Now a lot of it, it it kind of falls into place because we've been doing it so many years. But funny enough this year as I said, I don't know whether we were out of practice or whether other people are out of practice, <laughs> but we kind of yeah, you know it it just it took a little bit more to kind of tie things down and everything yes, this year. Yeah. Um, but it, everything will be all right on the night. It will be all right on the night. I suppose yeah. we're we're always conscious of, um, you know, like where we, for example, you know, the, the children's art competition, we always had that in the, the library. That's now too small to accommodate the crowds. Yes. That, you yeah. know, so we've had to kind of change that to a, an online option. You know, so we, like COVID still is at the back of our minds when yes, we're organising, yeah, which does make it a little bit more difficult, obviously. Um, and and where, where people want to, let's say, can they register for a particular event? Mm. Do they have to do that online or do they have to turn up? Uh, like for a workshop or something like yes, that. Yes, all of our workshops, so drama workshops, filmmaking workshops, um, the the art workshops, the gardening workshop, all that kind of thing. We're saying booking is essential. The kayaking, all that. And what you do is just go to our website. You'll see um, at the top, Fela Brown Brew 2022, and there's a drop down menu with all the days, and it shows you what's on every day, and then. You go to the event and there's a booking link on that. Lovely. And That's you just great. book that through Eventbrite then. Okay. So I think people will have to go on the website and plan this week because there, I mean, from what you have said there, there are so many things and you wouldn't want to miss something. So uh, well, I think people it. need to plan their week. Well, that's uh, it. We're, coming like, up to the to that long weekend. As I say, most of the events, there's still things that were maybe slightly um, you know we maybe have to confirm the venue or confirm the time or something yeah. but the vast majority of the events are going to be up on the website in the coming days with all the booking links and everything so as you said if you're interested in something or you know you're going to be coming to Killaloo or you know you're going to be here on that particular weekend or, or the lead up to the weekend just have a look at the website and, and see the, the events um, and as I said book Get yes. in and, and, and book as soon as possible. Get so in you won't early. Be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Arlene, first of all, thank you very much for coming on. You're very uh, welcome. It sounds like a fantastic weekend, even from the way you describe it there. So we look forward greatly to visiting Killaloo that week and hopefully the skies will stay clear and, the, cro- and the crowds will come. Yes, fingers crossed to both. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. The Clare Senior Hurling team came back from a six-point deficit last Sunday in Thurles to snatch victory from Wexford. The Wexford boss is Dara Egan, who managed Scarroff in recent years. Nicholas Rin asked him for his thoughts after the game. 
obviously there must be disappointed given where you were midway through the second half. Yeah, but look again, again there's 25 minutes. We were six points up, and people say, "Oh, we left the lead behind us." That's not the way hurling works. It was 25 minutes left at that stage. We always knew we were going to be under pressure coming down the home straight, and uh, ultimately that's how it was. We lost a few bodies, um, a few lads in pivotal positions, but. That's gave absolutely everything. They, they left blood, sweat, and tears out on that pitch, and uh, we couldn't have asked for any more from them. And uh, well done to Clare, they, they got over the line for a finish, but we, we made them work every every minute for it. Rory O'Connor was a big last year, you went off early in the game. Yeah, he is. Must have felt that. Yeah, brilliant player, yeah, absolutely brilliant player. And looks like a significant enough injury, so he'll, he'll have a scan over the next few days. Um, so hopefully, for Rory's sake, that he'll be, uh, you know, he'll be off okay for the club championship, but. He's, he's been top class for us all year and he was a big loss today because he looked lively and he looked like he was going to do damage on that fair wing. Yeah, yeah. you seem to have been successful in quieting, I would say, the, the, the big guys in the clear lineup for a lot of the game, but they kind of came into the team like Tony Kelly strong to life, Dermot Ryan, a few of the lads were very strong there near the end. Yeah, again, again, I suppose we ran, we ran out of bodies there for, we ran out of bodies there for, uh, for a finish. Um, I thought the two wrecks were absolutely outstanding. Shane Rick, who was after having a 16-week hamstring injury, he did an unbelievable job on Tony Kelly, as he always does, he's a great player. Um, so when the two boys, they were, we couldn't get them off the pitch quick enough, it was that type of a frantic game, but when the two boys went off, uh, just a few, you know, a few holes started appearing in, in, all in our defence, but to be fair to Clare, they, they started up through the gears and they started coming as a way from their half-back line of midfield and uh, all credit to them to, for how they finished the game. When, 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 when it wears off this last year, obviously disappointed, but when it wears off, you look back at the year, where, where you've had a pretty good year for your first uh, year, Dara. You had a great league campaign, you beat Kilkenny, you drew with Galway and you put it up to Clare today. Yeah, I'd say we did more than pull up to Clare today now. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, no, look, happy with the happy with the we had a sixteen game run this year. Um, we only lost three games, there's not too many counties that can say that, but ultimately we finished the year with no silverware. Uh, it was you know, it was on us that we weren't in the Leinster final, that was the Leinster title that we could have competed for properly. So that one was on us. Uh, again today we're a bit of disappointed that we didn't get over the line because we came here thinking we were gonna beat Claire today and we were very confident we were gonna beat them. And unfortunately a few things didn't go didn't go our way and that's not the way it turned out. Yeah. How would you reflect on your first year in intercounty management that I learn a lot and keep learning an awful lot of ways this year? Yeah, um, unbelievable Michael. Like it was it's it's such an experience I suppose I've I've had the, the luxury of kind of watching from a close enough seat with Liam Sheedy over the last three years. But when you get into the melting pot of it, like there is some amount of work in it, and uh, it was unbelievably enjoyable. Now I will say the group we have, they are just they are just immense. They're really really great fellas. And what we did was we bedded, we we blooded a few players into that. We brought on a lot of our younger lads. We've twelve under twenties in our in our forty in our forty one man panel, and it's now all about development. Development starts today for them. They need to be ready for when we go back training in December. There's no point in them starting in the winter. They need to they need to be ready now. But yeah, hugely hugely enjoyable experience. Um, it's, it's there's there's lots to it, and. Uh, it's it's something I'm gonna to have to you know focus on over the next few months because when I get these boys back in December, uh, I want to have a right cut off 2023, and uh, that's that's exactly what I intend to do. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend, and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio.